Yeah, what you are about to hear is a work of fan fiction. All characters and events and settings, even those based on the ones from World of Warcraft, are entirely fictional, and half of it was probably made up on the spot. Listening to this production indicates your consent to its terms of service, which we forgot to write down. Last time, our heroes traveled the jungle and discovered the ruins of Zulkunda, which had been repurposed by the Gurubashi as a shrine to Hakar the Soul Flayer. They learned a little bit about Jindo, the troll from the arena, and discovered a monstrous undead figure in the shrine who leapt upon Fulcus at his earliest opportunity. We rejoin now as the party find themselves under attack. It is time to queue up for some more heroic dungeons and dragons. Okay, and he is... Wow, okay, so he's all the way at the bottom of the list. All right, so what happened was, like I said, you walked out into the out of the water, into his reach, on the dry land, and you're like, all right, now's the time, let's do it, and he starts to get close, and he just... Something about the way you smell. Or maybe it's that... Purdy necky yours, or who knows what it is, but he reaches out and he grabs... And at first you're like, yeah, he's grabbing because he's trying to get off. No, wait, why? No, that's not how you grab to climb onto somebody. What are you doing? And it's, oh, I'm under attack right now. Um, Let me take a peek really quickly at the language on your axe. Um, whenever a hostile creature damages you. Okay, cool. So you didn't take any damage from being grappled. So, so far you're okay. What would you like to do on your turn? Oh my, um, hmm. let me take a look at that axe. So keep in mind for grappling, um, on your turn, because you are grappled, you have a movement speed of zero, but other than that, you can totally act normally. If you want to escape the grapple, it would cost you your action and you would have to make either an acrobatics or athletics check and it would have to beat the, the the DC of the ability, which is 13. It doesn't work that way for traditional grapples, where like you have to roll a, contest, a contested check, but this guy has a specific grappling ability with a set escape DC. So, but that would be an action to do that. Gotcha. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll take my action to try to get out of the grapple with acrobatics. And All right. My roll. 17. Okay. Um, so he reaches out and he grabs onto you and you are able to twist in just such a way as like because you know like the weak spot of the hand is like where he's grab where he's gripping you it's like where the thumb and the fingers come together and you're like ah, i gotta peel out right here and you do a twist and you're able to pull yourself out at this point you have a normal movement speed again you've used your action so you can use bonus action and movement at this time i will definitely move out of here okay um Let's go. I'm going to probably opportunity attack, I'm sure. 5, 10, yep. 15, 20. Get back uh, in the water. Yes, ma'am. All right. I am back in the water. So the opportunity attack, he grapples you. Uh, okay. <laughs> then I guess I'm right back where I started. Um, that's fine, as long as he doesn't do any damage to me, right? Right, so his ability is if he hits you, he either does the damage or grapples you. It's just this magical, like, ballet of, like, dodge, grab again. Darn it. (laughs) All right. That's it. All right, what's your turn? I I swear, I hope that guy bites you in the face and you got a scar on that forever. I was testing- I got five words for you. I was testing your theory. I got five words for you later. I'll tell you what, and I pop rage. All and right. then I use my great axe of cleaving to hit. Does a seven hit? It doesn't. Keep in mind that you can declare that you're attacking recklessly to attack with advantage. If you're That's okay right. with everything attacking you with advantage on that round. Okay. Well, I will have attacked recklessly so um 
that gives me advantage, so um, does an eight hit. <laughs> no, unfortunately not. Um, despite the fact that he's all wrapped up around Falcus, he is able to like duck the both of them out of the way of you swinging at your weapon. Okay. Um, I'm going to use a bonus action, uh, Quaking Palm, and you gotta... Is, is Rage a bonus action? Dang it! It's alright. Next turn. Just stun him. Did... Butch, did you move closer and I missed it? Uh, yes. Right here. Okay. So, I also have an aura. Yeah, so melees from anybody against this target while you're raging are going to be... are going to be with advantage. Any melee strike against him, basically. Because of my totem wolf. Mm-hmm. I am a bear that is the wolf. Wolf bear. Inside of you, there are two wolves and one bear. Okay, so that was action, bonus action, movement. Anything else? Free action? That is it. Lick his face? Anything like that? No, my free free action was to uh, taunt uh, Falcus and hope that he gets a scar on his beautiful face. Okay. (laughs) I'm going to move behind him. I want to be between him and the altar, and I'm going to cast two forms, so all of a sudden, I'm a worgen. Okay. Rar. And then, because we figured this out last time, I don't have to be within five feet of Butch and him. I just now have advantage. Yeah, it's melee attacks yeah, okay. against any creature that's within five feet of Butch. Okay, perfect. So I'm going to do my one-two combo, and I'm going to Worgen Bite. Oh, God, I forgot how to do all this. Does a 14 hit? No, it doesn't. Um, what? He's trying to bite Falcus. You're trying to bite him, and ain't nobody biting nobody. All right. Well, I'm really upset that that bite didn't hit, so I'm going to go ahead and slash out and claw him for a 24. <gasps> 24's hit. Perfect. Hit. And we're going to do seven slashing. Nope. We're not going to do seven. We're going to do four slashing damage. Oh, because the bonus action. Yep. Okay. Makes sense. Yep. Okay. Cool. No problem. Yeah. He takes the four slashing damage. Um, Doesn't seem like it was a very meaty hit. Okay. Seems like you should have hit him harder than that, but it didn't didn't take very, very well. Okay. Anything else on your turn? No, that's all I'm going to do right now. Okay. Um, so he is uh, he is on, he is grappling on Falcus. He's got him by like his big left hand is like all the way around Falcus, like all the way around, like from your shoulder to like your, the, the bottom of your chest. Like he's like over shoulder that way. He has a multi attack. He's going to do a claw attack with his other hand. You're good. He's going to do a claw attack with his other hand against Butch, who is standing right next to him. Um, he's going to hit with a 23. Um, and Butch, you're going to suffer... He's going to hit with a 26. Oh, that's right, because you did it. Okay, cool. Yeah, reckless. Um, so the 26, that's a natural 20. Um, the total uh. damage on that is 17, which means you take 8 damage. Because you're raging. I'm raging. Yeah, because it was a slashing attack. Um, for the other half of his multi-attack, he is going to lean in and try to bite Falcus. Um, that's going to be a 23 to hit. So, Falcus, you're going to take six piercing damage and five necrotic damage. Also, your maximum hit points are reduced by five. That's bad. Okay, cool. Now, I need you to roll a wisdom saving throw. Three. Let's see how this goes. You go berserk with bloodlust. Bring it on. While you're berserk, you get a little bigger. Like he's like you see Falcus's form swell as his muscles start to bulge and his eyes get furious, and he's like matching Butch with "I would like to rage." Um. Your hand instinctually goes for that battle axe. You get a an additional plus one bonus on the battle axe attacks. And on your turn, you have to attack with that weapon to the target that's nearest you. There are two targets that are the same distance from you, so I'm going to roll this. Um, that's the end of his turn, by the way, so it's going to be Falcus. It's going to be your turn. I'm going to roll. roll. Yeah. yeah. I was just going to say, does does Anten have more inkling for me to go for him? Because he's the one who's been grappling me. Well, that's what I'm going to say. I'm going to roll this. Because um, it says uh, you have to use your action each round to attack the creature nearest to you with the axe. 
If you can make extra attacks, okay. If you have multiple possible targets, you attack one at random. If we roll low, it's Butch, and if we roll high, it's the bad guy, okay? Butch. It's a four. Okay. So you need to roll a attack with the battle axe. It's listed, I think, as a plus one weapon, but it's currently a plus two weapon because you're berserking. So whatever you roll, it's going to be plus one on the attack on that. And it is with advantage because Butch uh, attacked with the what you call it last turn. Uh, so it's actually a 16 then to hit. Okay. Does a 16 hit you, uh, Butch? I have an armor class of 16. Okay. So then it hits. Um, Butch, you're going to suffer three slashing damage. No, four slashing damage because it's a plus one. So it's should be a plus two. So yeah, four, four slashing damage reduced down to two. So you take two slashing two. damage from that. Right. Okay. Two. Gotcha. Um, you must use your action each round. You're berserk until you start your turn with no creatures within 60 feet or if you fail to hit any targets on your turn. Okay, cool. So yeah, you, you, you've you taken... That's your turn. Um, Butch, you're up. Well... You just saw him get bitten and then you saw him swing out with his axe. We need to throw that axe into the river. And I, 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 I know what's going on with with Falcus. Um, so I will. Can I attack recklessly every time? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm going to reckless attack with my great axe of cleaving. <laughs> Thirteen. Oh, buddy. Yeah. Now, the thing is, I've got a bardic inspiration, but I, that would just, I, sh I, I would have said, hey, I need to use my bardic no, inspiration. No, you can, you can say it now. Um, bardic inspiration, you can look at the roll, decide it's not good enough, and throw your, throw your bardic. That's fine. Okay, I'm going to do it. I mean, this is, this is the time to do it. 17. Okay, 17 hits. 17 hits. Here we go. 15 slashing. Okay, nice. Um, it should be 17, because I've got a plus two on melee damage with strength weapons. Okay. Excellent. Forgot about that. That's a barbarian thing. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, again. That's a the, rage thing, yeah. Yeah, the attack lands, and like you've sliced into people before, and you're like, I don't know, man, I feel like I should be hitting him harder. It seems like he's resistant to slashing at very least slashing damage because those are the two yeah. things he's been hit with so far and it's been he's been resistant to them okay I mean that's all I have really so I mean I'm I mean I've got unarmed strike and javelin no uh, the only thing I can realistically keep doing is that um, so but I am going to use a bonus action for quaking palm Okay, get go for it. Beat uh, con saving throw of uh, 13. Nah, 12. No dice. He is stunned. He is stunned. You are welcome. And remember, oh, it's not five feet of me. It's five feet of the uh, person I'm attacking. Uh, right. So as long as you're in melee combat with him, like you could you could move but stay within melee of them and everyone would still have their melee with with advantage. Do you want to move or anything like that or are you staying where you are? I'm staying where I am. Okay, cool. Ari, you're up. We're going to do what I did last time. We're going to try and bite first. So with advantage, I rolled a 23 oh. and then I rolled a natural 1. So we're going to go up to 23. Yeah, that hits. And that's going to do 5 piercing damage. Okay. Do I feel any difference from when I clawed him compared to when I pe like piercing versus my slashing? Yeah, it seems like he's resistant to non-magical physical attacks. Sweet. Okay, so now we know. Um, we're going to claw at him anyway. So with advantage, I rolled a 19 and an 8, so does a 19 hit. 19 hits. Mm -hmm. Perfect. And we're going to do not that one. We're going to do one damage. This one, okay. Um, so as a wargan bite, 
do you have to take the temporary hit points for that, or can you choose to take them? It says that um, piercing damage on hit and gaining temporary HP equals the damage dealt. So I don't know if I... It doesn't say I have to or not. It just says that I gain it. So Yeah, let's double check the feature. So let's see here. It's... It just says it's once used. It can't do it again until a short rest. Fangs deal 1d4 piercing damage and grant temporary hit points equal to the damage dealt. Once used, this trait can't grant temporary hit points again until you finish short or long rest. Okay, so the way the temporary hit points work is you can't stack them. Um, you have to, if you have some already and you gain new ones, you either choose to keep the old ones or you get the new ones, but you can't have you can't have both. Okay. So what you can do here, I'm going to rule that since you already have them, you can choose to use the bite to get hit points, but if you do that, you lose the ones you have. Or you can wait until you get hit and lose those ones, and then the next time you worg and bite, like, maybe that would be better. So for my worg and bite, I can choose when I gain the hit points and when I don't. Yeah, but you can only okay. use it once per rest. Once per rest. Okay, perfect. So yeah, so I won't I won't gain the hit points this time, then we'll just do the one damage, and then we'll um make mental note that my biting and clawing isn't doing much. Perfect. On his turn, he is trying to, like go for another bite, but his muscles are all jacked up and he's struggling to move. You stunned him. He can't attack. Um, Falcus, it is your turn. Uh, you must... Oh my god. I rolled a five. It's gonna be Butch again, dude. With advantage. No, you're stunned. Falcus... The, 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 the guy oh, is stunned. Oh, Falcus. Falcus. Man, I should have done a quaking palm on Falcus. Wait, um, who who did you mean to do the quaking palm on? No, I did it on the bad guy. On the bad guy, okay. All right. A nine and a fourteen. Does a fourteen hit? Uh, no, I think if fourteen misses, your your armor class, right, Butch? It, it misses. All right. So here's what happens: you the axe is in your hand still, and you turn and you swing it toward Butch, who is paying better attention now, and he's like, "Oh yeah, that's right," and and he he dodges it, and as he dodges it, you see. Butch, you can see the rage billowing up inside of Falcus so much, and then he just sort of, like, uh, gets woozy and suddenly shrinks back down into regular size, and he is, like, his whole mind is, like, blown right now. Like, his, he's he looks dizzy, he looks nauseous, he's, like, he is out of it for a minute. Now that you've missed somebody, your battle rage has ended, but you, you're, you're basically stunned until um, you, you, you miss a turn. Is it my next one or after that? It's, I want to say that it's like, I think I wrote it so that it's like haste, where um, when it falls off, you lose the following turn. That's what I thought. Uh, when it fades, you can't move or take actions until after your next turn as a wave of lethargy sweeps over you. Yeah, okay. you're lethargic. Butch, it's your turn. All right. I am going to recklessly attack. This uh, this guy, I, 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 I honest, I, I don't know what else like I could really use. I mean, Ari's got her bardic stuff, but I mean, I've got cleaving. I've got a hand axe. Got a javelin, but I got to be further away, which I could do, but it's just not. I don't know. He could. Be, Javelin is what pointy damage, uh, <laughs> piercing damage. I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna use my great great axe, and I'm going to do it recklessly. All right. Okay. A nine and a sixteen. Okay, a sixteen hits. A sixteen hits. Okay. Now I'm gonna roll for this. It's uh, six slashing plus two because I'm raging. So eight slashing. Okay. And then I am going to, we're here. Why not do it? Um, Use Quaking Palm again. This time, (laughs) definitely not against Falcus because I I saw him um, break the days. And uh, I would say your 19... um, you're, you have not been stunned. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what? Okay. 
there is one thing that we're going to roll back on that, and it's only because, again, we're still a little rusty. He was stunned while you were attacking him. No, he oh, was. That's right. Yeah, because he's his the stun lasts until the end of this turn that you're on. Yes. So you can attack him with advantage without taking reckless. Okay. So that's the, true. The, yeah, the rolls all stay the same, but now you're less open to the incoming damage for that. Okay. So um, I, I've used all my quaking palms, and he does not have advantage on his next attack against me. Okay. Right. Okay. Ari, you're up. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to cast Ray of Sickness. Does a 16 hit? Uh, yeah, it does. What does Ray okay. of Sickness do? Um, so it's my one-time use spell. So um, on a hit, he's going to take 2d8 damage, and then we're going to do a constitution saving throw. If he fails that, he's poisoned until the end of my next turn. Cool. So I'm going to turn to him and say... Where'd you pick this uh, up at? Um, it was my feats. Oh, right on. And I turned to him and say, a lot of people see poison as icky, maybe a bit sickly, and I guess you're about to find out if they're right as it surrounds you thickly. And so now I'm going to do... I did six poison damage. Okay. He does not have damage resistance against poison. Okay, cool. Um, We're doing this wrong, guys. I mean, we've been pounding on this guy, and we're looking at, like... I've been busy swinging at you. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think we've done, like, 10% damage on this guy. Um... Y- y'all, we-, we-, we are doing this wrong. <laughs> this, um, attacking him with... Not magical damage. Yeah. Leave me, I'm, I'm, I'm plotting, but there's not much I can do right now for the next two turns. Did okay. he make his constitution saving throw? Yeah, he did. Was that the Oh, 15? no, 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 no. For, okay. for, um, for my poison damage. For your for, thing. Yeah. Uh, he ro- Oh, yeah, he did. Okay. So he rolled he a natural 20. So, yeah, he's not going to be affected by poison. Okay. Um, and that is all I'm going to do for right now. Okay. Um, on his turn, now unstunned, uh, he is going to... Um, I think he's going to see that when he attacked Falkus, he like got Falkus to be on his side for a little while. Um, no, wait, no. He would attack against Butch, I think, because Butch has been the one that's been like chunking into him with the axe. Um, he's going to see if he can get him. He's going to see if he can get him in a claw attack. 24 would hit, right? Yes. Okay. So he is going to grab you and let go of Falkus while Falkus is dazed. And while you're grabbed, he's going to go in for a bite attack. Before the damage of the bite attack happens, can I use my cutting words to roll the dice and subtract the damage? Does it subtract the damage or the attack roll? It says I can, uh, when a creature that is not immune to being charmed, uh, I can see within 60 feet, makes an ability, damage, or attack roll, you can expend one of my bardic inspiration and then roll the dice and subtract that number. Uh, from the amount rolled. Okay, so it would, yeah. atta- it would detract from the attack roll, not the damage roll. It says damage It did roll. say attack and damage, so it's her choice oh, does it? to which one yeah. she wants. It says attack oh, it roll, does. ability oh, yeah. check, or damage. You're totally right. Okay. I haven't used this yet, so if I just wanted to make sure. So I will go ahead and I'm going to expend one, and I'm going to roll my d6, which I'm just going to... Is there... There we go. Two, so I subtract two. Okay. So that's nineteen. Well, if she re- if she chooses from the from the attack roll, that or for the damage I, I, roll, that's, from the damage. that's a question. Like, does she have to choose that before she rolls or not? Um. Yeah, but she did though. She said that she was going to take it away from the damage. I think, right? Yeah. No, I I saw the attack was twenty four, and I knowing what I know about Butch's uh, armor class six because I can only do six. Six wasn't going to do anything, so I figured taking it from the damage, I could at least lessen the damage was my thought process behind why I did it that way. Gotcha. Yeah, exactly. What I see is five piercing plus five necrotic. Right. I, so what we'll, I, go ahead. What we'll do is because you're taking an even number away from two sources, we can do it as four piercing and four necrotic, I think is what makes the most sense. 
Um, Butch, that means you're going to take two piercing damage and four necrotic damage because you are still yeah. resistant to the piercing. You're not yes. resistant to the necrotic, though. Right. Um, in addition, I... Let's see here. Okay, there's not a save for it. Um, in addition, your maximum hit points are reduced by four. Okay. Yeah. That doesn't. You... That doesn't matter. Because <laughs> um, I'm I'm quite damaged. Right, but I mean, like if you get healed, uh, yeah. you can't get healed to your maximum any longer. Okay. There we go. <laughs> um. That was an adventure. Whose uh, turn is it now? Uh, now it's Falcus's turn. And we already did your turn skip, right? This is my turn skip. Or was it on that last one? No, my last one was swinging and I missed. Okay. This is my skip turn now. So as your turn comes to an end, you realize, oh, I'm, I'm starting to feel okay now. I feel all right. And I look up and I see that the troll is now grappling Butch. Butch, that means your movement speed is zero, but other than that, you can still attack normally. And it's your turn. What would you like to do? Um, what I wanted to do was run away to, uh, get him away from my, uh, peers. Okay. So they could, but I can't do that because we're grappling. You, you can, um, if you choose to break the grapple, um, it would be a, for you, it would be an athletics check because your athletics is better than your acrobatics. Um, and you would be rolling that with advantage because you're raging. Okay. Uh, but it would be your action to do that. That's better than me doing two damage, I think, <laughs> to be honest. Uh, like, I don't know how much damage this guy... I'm just, he's done, gotten very little damage. It's better for me to, like, taunt him to the other side of the room. And I don't know if piercing damage will, will do much to him, but, like, magic damage will. And I have zero of that. Okay. Um, other than kind of picking palm, which is gone now. So I'm going to try to ungrapple. Okay. Roll athletics with advantage. Okay. The 14 does beat the escape DC of this ability. So you are able to just flex with your giant bear muscles and push his arm all the way off of you. And okay. now you can move normally. And I'm going to take that chance of... Um, of uh, opportunity. It, it, uh, thank you, opportunity attack, and I'm going to one, two, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty. Come over here. Okay. To the other side of the cave, and um, say, "Come here, little fella." He tries to attack against you, but misses as you very daintily dodge up, up out of the way. Um, and you're dragging him. You're trying to drag him north through the through the room. Yeah. Okay. Uh, is that the end of your turn? Yes. Okay. Ari, you're up. Okay. Um, is the water considered dangerous ground? No, you walked right through it. Okay. I'm gonna cast Decident Whispers. Then he needs to make a Wisdom saving throw of fifteen. Oh, I understand what you're asking. Okay. Um, roll, roll a uh, no. Don't roll anything. You you know for sure that he considers it to be dangerous ground. So it says the creature doesn't move into obviously dangerous ground such as fire or a pit. So I guess what is I know it's not dangerous, but he thinks it's dangerous. So what are we doing for definition of dangerous? Given your understanding of how the spell works and how the creature has behaved, you are pretty sure that he is not going to go into that water. Okay. All right. Well, it's still my biggest damage doing spell, so we're going to do it anyway, and he'll just run to the edge of the water, I guess. Um, he needs to make a 15 wisdom saving throw. Okay. Oh, oh sure. Now he makes his save. This whole combat would have been avoided if this wisdom save had looked like this when Falcus tried to carry him across the water. Well, he's still going to take half the damage, so he takes nine psychic damage. He does take the entire nine. He's not resistant to psychic damage. I just want to see how much that did. Okay, I did chunk. All right. Um, and then that will be my turn. Okay. Uh, on his turn, having been attacked by you, um, he is going to turn and try to 
grab you with his claws. Uh, I think a 15 I'm, misses your armor class, right? It hits, actually. It hits my armor class. I am a 15, exactly. Oh, no, wait, no, I'm I, plus one. I'm plus one because I'm working. It didn't go plus one. Yeah, no, it That's it's, right. It missed. misses barely. Ooh, I forgot. He is so, going to... Come here, you little uh, ugly, bony, dead troll guy. Uh, roll intimidation. <laughs> <laughs> Or persuasion, whichever you would, pre- whatever you think is better to use in this situation. Ten. Uh, he turns and snarls at you and then realizes, well, I'm still in a fight with two other people. And if I move away, I might get attacked. So he's going to use his other multi-attack um, attack to swipe again with his claws and miss again. Okay, cool. Uh, no dice. Falcus, it's your turn. I really don't want to be grappled again, so I am getting my wits about myself. I'm going to disengage to use my. I'm going to use my action to disengage because I don't have cunning action yet, and I'm going to get the heck on the other side of the water here. As five, ten, fifteen, twenty. You're basically been moving out of the room. No, I'm still in the doorway. I still have line of sight. So, just to preserve your action economy, you did see him take an opportunity to attack against Butch as he was trying to run away. It hasn't been his turn yet, so you don't have to disengage. You can just move. Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. I missed that he already used it. Okay, great. So I'm going to definitely hit him. I am going to line up an arrow, and I think I can choose to do my arcane shot after it hits. So I am That's going right. to first see if I hit... Ooh, that's right. I think I purchased a longbow. I got a brand new longbow now. You I do. That's right. I'm going to unload an arrow. And I'm going to critically fail with my longbow arrow. You know, you're trained in longbows, but you just haven't used one in a long time. You've mostly been a shortbow kind of a person for, like, a while. And you're just not quite used to this yet. Besides which, man, that axe... That axe, you would have had disadvantage on this attack anyway because it's your first weapon attack with any weapon that is not that axe. You're not going to moving forward for the remainder of this encounter, but like, geez, that's a nice axe. Anyhow, whoa, whoosh, and it like, it doesn't hit the boss, but it also doesn't hit your friends either, so that's okay. All right, no. Shaking the rust off. I'm going to get into it. I'm going to be a little upset and frustrated by that, and I am going to take my action surge. Do it. And let's do this again. I hate, I mean, I've, I've been out of combat, air quotes, out of com- uh, combat for a turn or two here now, so let's try again. I almost went to the axe. I'm like, darn you, axe, even in real life, you're pulling me to you. Um, let's try again. There we go. How about a 23? Does that hit? It does hit. Um, you do get the sneak attack on top of that because of how Ari is set up. Perfect. So what's the total on that? Well, first of all, let's take a step back here. Um, I am going to make that, I'm going to, as I I line up that arrow, the arrow feels so good. I'm like, I know it's going to hit. So I'm going to charge up that arrow with a grasping arrow. The way the grasping arrow works, the way the arcane shot works, it takes additional damage. So right off the bat, it's going to be seven piercing with three sneak attack. We'll start there. And then we're going to take an extra 2d6 poison damage which is three. Um, that was one D6. Oops, was it? Yeah. It was. All right, then let's do this again. How about nine now? The uh, I rolled a three and a six. Okay. Perfect. Uh, so nine extra poison damage, and its speed is reduced by ten, uh, by ten feet. It takes two D6 slashing damage the first time on each of its turn, that it moves one foot or more. Brambles last for one minute until I use this action option again, or until any creature uses an action to remove them with an athletics check, DC 13. Okay, so it's going to take additional damage if it moves at all. Um, is that additional damage piercing or slash or, or poison? It is slashing. Okay, cool. Good to know. Nice hit. Dealt, dealt some decent damage to it. Something your turn? That is the end of my turn. Okay. Um, Butch, you're up. This creature is starting to look bloody, but it's got a ways to go yet. Right. And that, uh, that arrow just did, did pretty good. 
Yeah, not bad. So, um, what I'm going to do is back up a little bit more and get my javelin out, not my strongest instrument of pain, but if I hit, um, it'll actually do damage because <laughs> it's pierce, piercing, and I believe piercing damage works. I'm going to say, you, you, you did see Ari use piercing damage when she bit him. It's yes. no more effective than slashing. I thought piercing damage from the arrow. No, the arrow, the damage from the arrow itself, the non-magical damage from the arrow was resisted. The magical damage from the arrow was taken normally. Gosh darn it, I am useless in this fight. Okay. Um, a, okay, roll an intelligence check. You want me to roll an <laughs> Yeah, you're, you're, check. You're, you're combat aware. You, you know stuff about ways and things. Literally negative. Oh, wow. Um, I rolled a natural 20. Okay. Um, it occurs to you that there is one weapon, kind of, that evidence would suggest he would be would be very effective against him, that you guys have not tried to use at all. Oh my gosh, the water. Dragoman? And that could be a way to potentially... If, if, I mean, it could all just be in his head, like Ari was saying, but also there's a history of of this kind of creature. I don't know what how how to do this. How to for, uh, I'm going to describe what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to go back to where I was standing. Um I want to No, I am raging. This is, might be unarmed strike, but what I, I what I want to do is and like be a defensive person in football and push this quarterback back in the direction he doesn't want to go I want to I want to grab him and tackle him into the water which he is like seven or eight feet from he is um you can do that uh it would take a successful grappling check and you can drag a grappled target but you move at half movement speed to do that but what's your movement speed like 35 30 is that all i thought barbarians had additional movement speed Uh, let's see Ah, 30 you're going to have additional movement speed someday see one two three four five i mean yeah, well, it would take you five, ten to get to here, and then yeah. you could grapple him and then just drag him south, and that would cost the remainder of your um, movement, but you could, if you if you pull off the grapple, it, it could work. And because you're raging, grappling is an athletics check, and that would be a check that you would make with advantage. So let's do it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start running. One, two, and I'm going to grab him and try to tackle him into the water. Okay. Roll athletics with advantage. Just so you know, I have plus five. Mm-hmm. And then the first roll is 11. The second is a 16. So 16 should work. Okay. Um, let's go ahead and see if we can avoid that. Nope. Roll a 12. So you go running in for him and he tries to slip out of your grasp and you are not having it big bear hug style grab him full body and just start dragging him toward the water the first five feet other than the fact that he takes damage from the grasping vines right what's his what's the damage that he takes the grasping arrow gave him an additional two c two d6 slashing damage and that's still only rolled once. So let's click again. Uh, oh, that one rolled. That one actually rolled both of them. Okay. So which one do you want to take? Well, it's, let's do the, the two both of them. So it's five total. Yeah. Okay. So he takes two damage. Uh, and then you drag him into the water. 
And for the first few feet, he's just struggling against you. And then as you start to get closer to the water, his struggle gets harder and faster and more urgent. And as you drag him into the water, the first part that he touches is like a puddle on the outside, which is stagnant. And he just drags through it. And it's not a big deal. It's the part that Ari kicked out. And then when he starts to get into the moving water, he starts to really panic. And then as you get deeper, it starts to get to be rush, like really running water. And you start to hear a sizzling sound. You start to see smoke and mist start to bubble up from, and the water itself starts to bubble. And as you drag him through the running water, he is screaming and he's kicking and he's struggling. And he immediately takes 20 acid damage as the water just starts to melt away his, like the skin around his like thighs and feet. The remaining skin. The remaining skin, yeah. Um, it's wait, okay. So the vampire has twenty acid damage. Ah, okay. Let's just say he takes it now. It's fine. Um, as you drag him in, and you're like, it's cle- like he's like he's kicking and screaming, and he's trying to pull himself away. And you just have him, man. You've got him in your tight bear grip. You're he's fine. Like you're fine. Um, is it the end of your turn? Yes. I mean, right. I'm a de- defensive end, and that, you know, this is my job. Cool. Ari, you're up. Um, okay, so how would Dissident Whispers work as him being grappled? Would he then be able to escape Butch, or is it just not going to do anything as far as the moving? His movement speed is zero, so he wouldn't be able to move. He wouldn't, too? Okay, so we're going to do first-level Dissident Whispers, so he needs to make a wisdom-saving throw of 15. Yeah, 17. Which he's making, um, so he does two psychic damage. Okay. Did you do anything else in your turn? Uh, no, I'm just going to kind of hang back while things sizzle and pop. Butch got this. Okay. While things are sizzling and popping, he is desperately trying to get out of Butch's, um, Butch's grip, and he's going to try his best to break that, um, that grapple. Um... So for his ability, the claw ability, it comes with a set DC, and as long as you meet that DC, you're fine. For a contested grapple check, uh, he's going to roll a um, a dexterity check to try to get out of it. Butch, I need another two athletics checks from you. 24. Okay, I rolled a 15, so he's not going anywhere. He is standing in his stuff, and it's, it's like soup, and he's kicking and screaming, and he can't get out. What's going on? I'm melting. Oh, what a world. And <laughs> What a world. What a world. I shouldn't have... Okay, so the way that the stat block is worded, I shouldn't have done the damage when he entered it. It's actually when he ends his turn in it, but it doesn't matter because now that you've got him grappled like this and you're standing in it and you're just holding him there, he's just going and going and going. Um, Falcus, it's like, and he uses his entire action to try to break out of that and fails to do so. Um, Falcus, you're up. He's got a breath left in him. Like there are large pieces of this guy missing now because this water is like slothing it off of him and it's boiling and sizzling around him. Do I have a clear line of sight uh, shot yeah. there? With, even with Butch right there? Yeah. Okay, then uh, I will pull back my bow and uh, unleash another arrow from my longbow. And you have the advantage. Heck yeah. That's melee abilities. Oh, you're uh, right. You don't have advantage. I don't, and I critically rolled a one. That longbow, some so that longbow is going to hit somebody one day. I promise you. I mean, even with the plus eight, you know, can't can't help the rolls. So nope, nada. All right, uh, Butch, it's your turn. While you have him grappled, you can still attack him. I want to do an unarmed strike, j- just because I'm sick of this guy. And uh, I, so, an unarmed strike could be anything, right? Yeah, sure. Like. Yeah. Okay. What what I do is I, I t- I'm on, on top of him, straddling him, and I I I'm holding him by the shoulders and beating his head against the floor, and I'm saying, "All we wanted to do was help." Ugh. I don't even think I should make you roll for that. He's got three hit points. Um, you rolled a 24, though. So that's fine. Yeah, so I, how, how, perfect, excellent. Yeah. Um, so 
you just bludgeon him to death in this torrent of of river water that's that's unfortunately for this guy in his temple leaked through here and kept him here this whole time um as he as the as what's left of him sizzles and and melts away uh the the like the the power that's holding him together starts to break apart and like his finger bones start to drift down river and and all that kind of stuff and you stand up and you are just (sighs) and you look down and there's just robes and bones and nothing else I want to grab one of his tusks okay I want to keep it okay you do that I'd like to drag his uh, robes and whatever bones are still attached to his robes out of the water and um, probably start picking through the pockets. Okay. Um, you start to pick through the pockets. Uh, you find very little as far as like valuables are concerned. Uh, there are some, you know, ceremonial this and that's, but again, most of it, nothing really substantial on his person. Um, but given that you're in a Luton mindset, you also glance around the rest of the room and you see that there on the altar, there is, like I said before, um, some ceremonial, um, like sacrificial equipment. Um, of note is the, the, the dagger or the knife, whichever you prefer. It's a dagger. Um, it's got that, it's got that tingle on it. It's got that magical hoo-ha on it. I will reach out and I'm going to take a look at Butch and I'm like, I'll make him be cursed. <laughs> and I'm going to grab it anyway. Oh. And, I, and I'm, I'm calming down, but I'm still kind of growly. Like I've been, I've been counting how many rounds we've gone. So my, but, but, but my rage um, is subsiding. Now that this guy's dead. <sighs> So, so you find a dagger? Yes, up here on the altar. Uh, that was used, I'm assuming, for blood sacrifices right here on the altar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Seems seems pretty clear. With the tingle on it. Mm-hmm. <sighs> no, I, I get up, brush off the told, troll goo in the... In the wet off me and I walk right up to Falcus and I said I told you I had five words for you the five words are I told you so it's only four you want to mess with me right now I'll just kind of like duck and take a little zip backwards. And I get right in your face. Right in your face. And I slowly reach out and touch your axe with my finger. I would instinctively probably gut punch you. That's what came to my mind right then and there. If I were, if, if somebody was reaching for something that they shouldn't be, like in this case, the first instinct I came to was gut punching him. Roll an arm strike. <laughs> ten. Okay, uh, you miss with a ten and deal zero damage. <laughs> and th- then I, I, I open palm slap him across the face. Roll an arm strike. Twenty-two. <laughs> You just pumped me across the room. <laughs> I, s- I just s- slapped you. Like a scene out of Looney Tunes. Like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> ass over tea kettle, just like down the like five or ten feet of rolling across the ground. And, and uh, four damage. And four damage. We spent the whole time arguing and talking as I figured just walk up and see what happened. You guys take a glance around and and recognize now that there are no other people in Zulkunda, uh, that this place was clearly a shrine to Hakar and had all that stuff going on like we talked about. Um, and a couple things jumped to mind. Um, for starters... The orc uh, was right, there's nothing here. The orc was right that there's nothing here that 
can be used like to fight. You did learn that first of all, the creatures like what you just fought exist in this area and can be melted to death if you drop them in a river. You learned that um, Jindo has been killed multiple times and it was believed that he could not be revived which stands in opposition to what you saw in the arena where you saw him and you you did find a, a magical item that you don't fully understand yet but you will eventually and you learned something about traversing the jungle um, you like discovered that okay well if an army is going to move through here it's going to be very very impossibly difficult to to travel by foot through a place like this. You well, guys could handle it because you were a smaller group. He also made a comment about he wanted to go at night, and that makes me wonder if the jungle is more tame at night or something. Because he was very set on, we leave at night. Yeah, but he was also evil. I don't know, though. I feel like he's out for his own, so he wouldn't lie to us about that. Roll roll a uh, roll, roll an intelligence check. Uh, with my crappy intelligence. Uh, ten. Yeah, it's hard to tell. You probably, he probably had some reason, but... Well, someone should grab the dagger, and then we can... Oh, no. Falcus gets all the cursed things. Oh, I already had it in my hand when you came over and uh, gave me your five words. Do we want to head back to camp? I don't know what time of day it is. What, how long did this take? Uh, it wouldn't uh, have taken very long, because no. you guys arrived like around sundown and camped. So this okay. would have been one of the first things you did during your day. You you can chill here for a while if you want. You can get back out into the jungle right away if you want. You can short rest it. You can do whatever you'd like. We should at least short rest. Like, first of all, where do we go next? Like, do we report back? You know, we could report back to uh, Falcus's, uh, uh old buddy and tell him what we saw and didn't see. And um, I don't think we learned anything about Zolgar up. Well, the water thing's important. Y- 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 y'all think it makes sense to head head back to to where we were to see if those reinforcements are, are there? There's that. And we can also, on our way back, check out those footprints. Well, that sounds fun. After a somewhat harrowing encounter with an undead creature that did its best to bite the necks of our heroes, Butch, Ari, and Falkus find themselves temporarily out of danger. They're taking their time now to figure out what they want to do next and what else they'd like to explore. So for now, we'll have to wait to find out what happens until the next time we queue up for some more heroic dungeons and dragons. Please follow us at twitter.com slash heroic DND, where you'll find our players' social media info and a link to our Discord server.